We appreciate every visitor that's come, every individual that's here, but if you're visiting, we especially want to say thank you for coming. And uh, we're having a good revival. God's blessing us so much. His spirits move powerful each night, and we've seen a number of really wonderful moves. And I thank the Lord for letting us be here tonight. And uh, I just, uh, we've had a good day and uh, looked forward to coming back to church this evening. So glad to be here. Have scripture I'd like to read. It's in the book of Psalms. I'll turn to it here. It's in the 62nd Psalm. Here's how it starts, verse 1. Truly, my soul waiteth upon God. From him cometh my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. Well, that's assurance, and that's a promise, and that's reality. Let's all stand for a word of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to be back in your house tonight. And God, we pray just give us once again a great powerful movement of your Holy Spirit so we can worship you in spirit and in truth. And God bless this service, bless the preaching, the singing. Uh, help us each one to get in the center of your will and humble our hearts and just be where you'd have us to. God, we pray again that you'd speak powerfully to people that are needing to come, to the lost and those out of fellowship and whatever needs to be done. God, we pray and we ask you this in Jesus' precious name. And amen. You may be seated. We turn over to the choir. Brother Taylor. Page 6.
page two. Page two.
mind that I was going to ask mom how do I know like how would I know and then and then and I just asked the Lord to save me and I felt so much better than when I, I said I got saved at six so I got saved when I was 11. Amen. No doubt about it right? <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Well that's a good testimony. Thank the Lord for you buddy. Appreciate that. 
and appreciate that good singing. Thank the Lord. Shake his hand and hug him. You're welcome. Follow your heart. Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder yeah, Lord. consider all the works thy hand have made Amen. Listen to this song. I yeah. see the stars Listen. and I hear the rolling thunder Somebody else may need to come. My powers throughout the universe Amen.
shout of acclamation to take me home. What joy will fill my heart? Then I shall bow in humble God, how great Thou art! saved later on and he's confirmed that and he knows that for sure but he realized he realized that that uh, first baptism uh, didn't count because he wasn't safe when he got baptized yeah. so he come up here and hugged me and he said I want to join this church and get baptized <laughs> and uh, so and I questioned him more and, and so praise God uh, can I hear a move we receive as a candidate for baptism Okay, regular moving second. Everybody in favor of that? Raise your hand. Amen. Boy, thank the Lord. Now, I like to see people uh, do what they're supposed to, and that's, that's right on the that's mark. Right, Boy, moving in a good spirit and got the desire in his heart, and thank the Lord. Amen. And uh, we'll Amen. turn it back over to the choir. That's a good move.
I'm thankful for what I felt so far. Uh, Paul said, if in this, if, if in this life only uh, we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Um, he wasn't saying that if Christ is your hope in this life, you're miserable. That's, that's exactly the opposite. Christ is my hope in this life, but the reason he's my hope in this life is because when I was eight years old, I made my funeral arrangements. God saved my soul, and I know exactly where I'm going. I can rejoice in this life because I have hope in Christ in the next life. When I die and this life is over, I know exactly where I'm going, and I'm so thankful for that. Bo, I'm so happy that you know now, that you know that you got it. Lord, just please help us. Please pray for us. I am weary and I long for that peaceful land. This journey's been rough and long. But when I feel His Spirit, I can sing my
It's a good place to be this evening. It's a good place to be. Jeremy, we was talking for uh, sitting back there talking, and Jeremy said, "Why, if all we do is just come in here and thank the Lord for how good He's been to us, He said it'd be awesome tonight if somebody got saved. Uh, but if we could just thank Him for what He's done for us this week, that'd be good enough. He's He's been good to us." And uh, I'm thankful for him. And uh, why, well, if you ain't got him this evening, you can have him. Uh, you can have him today. So uh, we'll just have everybody stand if you would. Anybody with unspoken? Remember all those. Anybody with a spoken request? Anyone else got a prayer request? Let's remember who needed to move last night. Pray the good Lord gives them another opportunity. Anyone else? If not, we'll ask Ryan Carter to lead us in prayer.
I ask at this time if anybody's got a song or a testimony on your heart. I sure didn't come here tonight to sing. It's just a happy accident, but no accident that I even that I even got to be here. I've watched the revival every night at home in, in Tennessee, and I was able to watch it on my big screen. And every time the choir would start, I'd crank it up, and and uh, I, it's a ten times bigger blessing to hear you all in person. I just want to thank the Lord for saving my soul. Yeah. It's just been an unspeakable joy to be here already. Just My heart's just overflowing. Revival has really helped me. There's some things that the Lord pointed out where, daughter, you need to step up. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate his love and his care and compassion and mercy. And uh, you all just pray for me. I'm so happy to be here. <clears throat> As he stood in Pilate's hall, they mocked and spit on him. They parted Lord showed me 
had made the way. Some people say that they've had dreams. Others say they saw great light, but the only thing I've ever seen was love, and it set me free. It was love, 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 love. It was love that carried the cross. It was love, 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 love. It was love that carried the Thankful for that song. Thankful for that good love. I'm going to turn it over to my pastor. Thank the Lord for the great spirit that you're in a good meeting we're having. We sure appreciate Sister Colleen. Glad she come to be with us tonight and willing to get up and sing that song. That just blessed my heart. Boy, it tells a story. Sure was love. Everything's been done. Choir singing, special singing, bows move. Boy, it's just, I'm telling you, we're off to a good start tonight. Let's just keep obeying the Lord. Keep doing what God has to do and pray, pray, pray. Well, I feel like it's a good time to turn over to our uh, preaching brother. Come on. Good to be in his house tonight. <clears throat> Appreciate the Lord. What I can feel. Well, if I didn't have something I could feel, I'd get rid of it. I'm just being honest. If I didn't have something I could feel move, I'd get rid of it. I'd find something I could feel. There's power in God's house. Boy, what good moves you've already seen. What good singing. Amen. And uh, I appreciate Colleen singing that for me. Amen. Appreciate Colleen coming out to be with us tonight. Love her right out of her heart. She's special to my family. And uh, she means a lot to us. My Aunt Polly actually wrote that song. My Aunt Polly Smith. She's married to my Uncle Frank Douglas. That's, uh, she wrote that song, It Is Love. Uh, I think Linda sung it and some other folks have sung it. But uh, it's actually my aunt that wrote that. She's gone on to be with the Lord now. And the little old house they lived in in Cumberland Gap. Terry and Linda's probably been there. Colleen's been there. 
Y'all been all over the place where God saved me. Well, she wrote that song, His Love, where I found love. Amen. Before that, I didn't even know what love was. But when God saved me, He showed me what love was. I like the verse that says, <clears throat> Some dream dreams and others see bright light. I just saw love. That's it. Saw a man that loved me when I was absolutely unlovable. And that's just the truth. And he saved me. I appreciate the brother when he <coughs> stood up and, and said, Lord's made me doubt, or devil's made me doubt, and Lord's reaffirmed over and over and over again in my life. When the Spirit begins to move, I don't doubt what God's done. I, I can't doubt it. I appreciate Bo making an honest move tonight. And I appreciate his dad. I'm going to say this. Some folks didn't see what Sean did. Sean said, son, reckon you ought to get baptized. Yeah, dad, I reckon I ought to. I appreciate his instructions to his child. To say, now, you did it once, but let's do it the right way. Amen. Baptized, I, both my oldest kids got baptized twice. Both of them thought they got saved and they didn't, and uh, God reaffirmed them of it. There ain't nothing wrong with not not knowing. There's just something wrong with staying in that place. If if a devil's making you doubt it, I'm glad I got a God that reaffirmed it for you. If if Satan's got you down to where you don't even know if you've been saved or not. Buddy, there's two things that can happen right there. God can show you that you are, or God can save you if you ain't. But now you'll not uh, come to him uh, to get it again. I don't know why I feel like saying that. I've said that last night. You won't come get saved again. You just can't do that. You'll be like Bo who said, I thought I got saved when I was six, but I didn't. I got saved when I was 11. I appreciate that. <clears throat> I appreciate my children for doing that. Blaine, I'm glad. Uh, and when they got saved the right time, the right way, when they really got saved, we baptized them the right way. And uh, I appreciate church that knows that. Amen. Uh, I appreciate a church that moves with the Spirit. Let's read John chapter 8, if you would. Tonight, my thought is, look around. Some folks did that when I said that, and that's good. Look around. Chapter 8, the St. John, turn with us, if you would. Pray for us. <coughs> We've had this old cough all week. We apologize for it. <clears throat> Ain't been able to shake it. A chapter book John reads, And Jesus went into the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning he came again into the temple, and 
all the people came unto him, and he sat down and taught them. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. You want to know what that means? It means she was guilty without any question. She was taken in the act. There was no question about what she was guilty of. They knew it. And they brought her to her. Now Moses in the law commanded us such as should be stoned. But what sayest thou? I love it when they tried to trick him, didn't you? Man, you want to talk about love? Boy, here, here's a good picture of love for you. Amen. This they said, tempting him, and that they might have uh, to, uh, to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him uh, first cast a stone at her. And again he stooped down and he wrote on the ground, And they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, being at the eldest even until the last. And Jesus was left alone and the woman was standing in the midst. Now listen. And when Jesus lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? And she said, No man. Lord, and Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Amen. That's what I felt like reading. Y'all pray uh, uh, for a moment. Uh, I want you to think about this tonight. If you're uh, here and you um, maybe, uh, I, I want to say this. Uh, nobody. Uh, cares to speed until the blue lights come on. Amen. I'm telling the truth. Some folks in here's a cop. They know what I'm talking about. When the blue lights come on, you're busted. Uh, I believe this week the gospels went out and somebody's been convicted. Uh, uh, it shined a light on your condition and uh, now you know where you stand with the Lord. And uh, the Bible said the Pharisees and the scribes, they bring this woman to him. And, uh, this woman, uh, 
is caught in the very act of adultery. And uh, so there's no getting out of it. And uh, by all rights, by the law, they have every right to stone her. That is what Moses wrote in the law, that uh, she would be put to death for uh, the act of adultery. Um, uh, amen. I, I, I'm telling you that uh, a lot of folks say, well, we don't live under law but under grace. I'm glad the law was fulfilled by Christ and we uh, dwell in grace. But boys, adultery is still a sin. Amen. It, it's still wrong. It, I, I can't help it if, if, if you like that or you don't like that. It, it, it's wrong today. Uh, amen. Uh, youngins, uh, fornication is still a sin. It, it, it's not right. It, it's not something we do. Amen. Uh, God's people are to be holy uh, for God is holy. Amen. Uh, so listen, uh, uh, boys, uh, I, I know this woman's caught in this natural act of adultery. Uh, uh, tonight, can I preach to you uh, spiritual adultery. Amen. Uh, I need your help tonight. Uh, uh, boys, God be my helper. Uh, amen. They uh, want to act like adultery. Uh, I understand what it is. Uh, amen. Uh, but times in our lives, uh, amen, we love things right Rather than God. Amen. We have abandoned our first love. Amen. He said that in his book. Amen. And you tonight, if you're here and lost, you're caught in the very act. Because the Bible says this a man cannot serve two masters, for he'll love one and hate the other. Amen. You just can't do it. Boys, I don't know why God's preaching me this way. It's all right, though. Amen. You can't love the world and love God all at the same time. It's just not possible. Amen. You'll either love the world and hate God or you'll love God and hate the world. Amen. You can't love where you're at. Amen. Because if you're in love with where you're at, you're in the wrong place. Amen. You know what I desire? Well, preacher, what do you desire? Every day to get closer to God, to live more holy, to be better I was the last. That's my desire. I fail at that sometimes, Terry. Boys, but it's my desire to live better for him. Amen. And tonight, this woman caught in the very act. You know what she's thinking, Jeremy? I'm dead. Amen. They're going to stone me. They're taking me down here, and I'm going to get stoned. There ain't no getting out of it. There's all these witnesses that saw me in the act of it. Adultery was the death penalty. Amen. Adultery got you death. Here she comes down there. They bring her to Jesus. Thank God they brought her to Jesus. Thank God they brought her to him. They'd have brought her to the world, they'd have killed her. Amen. But they brought her to the right one. Amen. I love it when they tried to trick him, don't you? Everywhere I read where they tried to trip him up, amen, he tripped them up and they get so mad. They came down there to find fault in Jesus, Terry, so they could accuse him. But he gets down and he stoops down. You see him there? They're looking at him now. He's got his finger and it begins to write on the ground. Well, there's a lot of speculation on what he wrote. Amen. He wrote some things down there and he looked at them. Amen. And he looked at them. 
Huh, boys, huh, and, and the first time he acted as if he didn't hear them. Huh, and the second time, huh, he said, Ye huh, without sin, huh, let him huh, cast the first stone. Huh, amen. Huh, and them being convicted, yeah. huh, he went to writing again. Huh, and them being convicted, huh, one by one, huh, from the eldest, amen, I love how I put it in order, from the eldest uh, to the least, huh, uh, they left. Huh, amen, you know what happened? Huh, uh, Terry, it's just my belief. Uh, amen. I believe he began to write some things down uh, and he condemned them. Uh, he brought some sins to light. You know what some of them was probably saying? Get out of here uh, before he writes my name down uh, and he tells you what I did. Uh, let's go. Uh, I've got things in my closet. Uh, I don't want nobody to know about them uh, and Jesus is going to expose them. Amen. Amen. Maybe one of them committed adultery but didn't get caught. Amen. You ever heard that saying, you're only guilty if you get caught? You ever heard that? I do 90 and a 70, and if I don't get caught, I ain't guilty. Huh? Nope, no. I might not have said that. I'll probably be in trouble in a minute. Yeah. Listen, you didn't get caught, but just because you didn't get caught don't make it right. Do you know if that's the truth, then I can go into my place, shut my doors, and I just send up a storm while nobody can see me. Amen. If that's just the truth, I just go do whatever I want to as long as nobody knows about it. You know what the Bible says? Integrity. Amen. You know what integrity is? Doing the right thing when nobody's present. Amen. Doing the right thing when you're by yourself. Amen. That's when the devil works on me the best, Blaine. When ain't nobody looking. Amen. Am I right? Come on, men. Amen. Am I right? When ain't nobody looking, that's when the devil wants you to fall the hardest. Amen. But I'm glad, listen, with the help of God, I'm reminded that he can help me. Looks at this woman. Hey, man. Boy, caught in the very act. She's probably crying her eyes out. Wouldn't you think so? Broken in a million pieces, Travis. Hurt. Her heart's broke. Now she's been caught. She's guilty. I don't even know if she's worried about them men being gone. She's wondering what Jesus is about to do. He's about to kill me. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I'm glad when I was guilty, he still loved me. I'm glad when I was caught in the very act of sin, I had a God in heaven that loved me. I had no accuser though, didn't you? Amen. Preacher, what do you want? I had somebody down on the inside told me I wasn't good enough. 
Amen. Told me I couldn't do it. I couldn't live up to the standards. Told me that they would make fun of me. Told me that it was silly. Uh, told me I ought not. I had no accuser. I, uh, just like she had a bunch of, hey, I had a bunch of different excuses uh, that was giving me reasons. Uh, hey, they were my accusers uh, uh, telling me what I ought to do. But here they come. Brought her to the right point. Do you know, tonight I don't know them scribes and Pharisees were ready to face what just happened. They said, this would be an easy one. He's going to tell us to take her life, be all right. Let's trick this guy. If he doesn't tell us to take her life, see, we've got him. Because now he's broke the law of Moses. Amen. Yeah, we're going to get on down to the scripture here in a minute. Amen. He goes, there's a couple women in this same chapter right here he goes to. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. So look, he gets done. He looks at her and he says, where is thine accuser? And does any man condemn you? She said, no man. Amen. He said, well, neither do I. Amen. But here's, here's what's good. He did not tell her to go jump back in adultery. No. He did not tell her to go away and live however she wanted to. Uh-huh. He did not tell her to go on and have a good time and don't worry about it. Amen. He didn't tell her anything. You know what he looked at her and said? Go and sin no more. Amen. Go and don't be an adulteress anymore. Go and don't be the same person you are. But go and be better because you've been to see Jesus. What do you think she did? She went away and she sinned no more. Amen. You know what else she did? She told everybody about a man named Jesus. Amen. Every one of them. Later on in the chapter, Jesus is going along, tells his disciples, he said, go get some meat. Man, I need to go through Samaria. Man, they two little women special to him in this chapter. Man, I need to be, that I go through Samaria. They said, all right. Amen, they didn't understand why he wanted to go through that place. It's a filthy rotten place. The Jews had no dealings with the Samaritans. They didn't like them. They were considered ungodly, unruly. Amen. They had no dealings with unclean. I'm just telling you the truth. Amen. Down there in Samaria, if you was a Samaritan, amen, the Jews looked down upon you. Amen. Just like you were trash. Amen. So now listen. He's got to go through there. Disciples go to get meat. Amen. Here comes Jesus and he sits down on a well. Amen. He's sitting there on a well. Amen. And boy, she's waiting on a little woman. Hey, can I tell you, this little woman is in the same shape as the first one. Amen. She is a known adulterer. Matter of fact, she's coming down there in the evening to get her water because she don't want to be around the other women in town because the other women in town look down on her and she's considered 
trash to them. Amen. So she's coming down there by herself. If you read anything, know this. When folks went to the water and hole, everybody used to go together at the same time. But this woman was by herself. Amen. But Jesus knew exactly where she'd be at. Amen. Can I tell you tonight, Jesus knows exactly where you'd be at. Amen. And he brought the well and he placed it and now he's sitting on it. Amen. So you listen to me. Waiting on you. Amen. So here he is. He's sitting on the well. Here comes a little Samaritan woman down there. And she looks at him and he says to her, draw me some water. She says, sir, how you being a Jew would have any dealings with me, a Samaritan. Amen. She said, nothing. Furthermore, you ain't even got a pot and that which for me to draw with. So how can, he said, if you knew who I was, you'd ask me drink. Amen. And she said, boys, hey, listen, can I ask you a question? You're sitting at a well. Man sitting there ain't even got a water pot and he tells you he'll give you a drink. Amen. What do you think she thought? What in the world? About this time, She's intrigued to hear what he said. She said, well, let me go get my husband. He said, well, here's the problem. Amen, you've had five of them. And the one you're with now ain't even your husband. Amen, boy, I'm gonna tell you what. When God tells you all things you've ever done, amen, when he uncovers the sacred place in your heart, amen, he'll roll you out and let you know you ain't hid from him. Give me drink. She said, what is this? Living water. I'm putting this in my words. What is this living water? Amen. Are you greater than our father Abraham? Remember what he told one of them before Abraham. God said this, I am. She says, well, Sir, we know the Messiah is coming. I mean, you know what that means? Somebody told them that Jesus was coming. The Messiah is coming. We we know that. We know he's going to come. Amen, the only place I can find in the scripture. Amen, in our good King James Bible. I don't know if it's written anywhere else, but I'm talking about the Bible we use. Amen, the only place I can find it where he ever said, I am he. Amen, and he told that little Samaritan woman, I am the Messiah. I am the one you've been looking for. I am he who can give you drink if you'll let me. But what I have, he said, you're going to drink of this water, you're going to thirst again. But what I have, when you drink of it, you'll never thirst again. Ain't you glad? Hey, brother stood up talking about that spirit of God coming by and letting us know we've been born again. Ain't you glad tonight that you ain't never thirsted for it again? If you ain't never been born again, you're thirsty for eternal life. And the only reason you're thirsty for it because you ain't never been born again. Now I've got myself in a few places 
where I didn't drink from it like I ought to. I'm talking about this man. But I ain't never got myself in a place where when his spirit moved by, I did not recognize him. You want to know why? Because I've got it. If you can't recognize the spirit of God, you ain't never had it to begin with. Here she sits. She's pondering all these things in her heart. You think about that for a minute. Amen. That's, I believe that's where somebody is tonight, pondering all them things in your heart. Here she is. Boy, I believe she believed him, don't you? I believe she got a drink, don't you? You know, preacher, how do you know? See, she had a water pot with her. She didn't take it with her. You know why? She didn't need a water pot no more. She got the well. Amen. Yes, sir. She didn't need a water pot. She got the well. Amen. Can I tell you this? The Bible said she went into the city. Amen. Can I just picture this for a minute? Amen. Ain't this a good commandment God gave us? Amen. I wish she went into the city and began to knock on the door. Hey, come see a man who told me all things I ever done. Come see him. Amen. He's done something. He gave me a drink of living water. You ought to meet this man. Hey, he's the Messiah. He's here. We've heard about him. I never imagined he would come to Samaria where we're at. Amen. I thought he didn't love us, but here he is. Come down to the well. And the Bible said they came down where he was at. Amen. And some believed. Breaks my heart every time I read that in the Bible. Said he raised Lazarus from the dead and there's a great multitude of people there and only some believed. Are you going to be some or are you going to be those that didn't? I'm glad I'm part of the some that believed. I'm glad I'm part of the whosoever will. I'm part, I'm part of those that said, yeah, Lord. I'm glad I'm part when I was a 10-year-old little boy. Amen. Yes, sir. I went to school. We had just got out of school. Amen. I went to the class. Amen. It's May 21st when God saved me. I didn't even know that date for years. I went back in the records and found out when I got baptized. And I said, I, I know I got saved the week before I got baptized because I went into church and they said, when you want to be baptized? I said, today. Yeah. Today. David looked at the church and said, I guess we're doing a baptizing today. Let's go. I didn't want to wait. Probably could have called a bunch of family members. They might have showed up, but I didn't care. I wanted to be baptized. God done saved me. He done done the good part. Amen. Got back to church. Today, you know what I did when I got to school, though, on Monday morning, Billy Ray? I went into school skipping, boys. I was a kicking high. Looked at my friends. I said, I got saved last night. They didn't even know what I was talking about. But, boy... One little boy 
named Andy Rowland went to school with me. Hey man, his mom and dad now go down to Providence, David and Marilyn Rowland. They are wonderful folks down there. Rick and David's a deacon down there. Hey man, great people. Andy come up to me, Terry, yeah. and he put his arms around me huh. and he said, that's great news. Yeah. That's great news. Nobody else understood it. Nobody else had it. They didn't know what I was talking about. Uh, but one little friend said, hey, that's wonderful news. I, amen, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, amen, can I tell you something? Uh, look around. Uh, amen, what reason in the world do you have uh, uh, to stay in your seat? Uh, what reason in the world? Uh, I, I want to tell you, I'll be honest with you. Uh, tonight, uh, uh, what I was praying for when Bo moved, a bunch of other folks would just moved. Uh, amen, just would have came to the altar. Uh, Amen. Quit being stubborn huh, and staying in the condition you're in. Huh, amen. That woman, when she met Jesus, huh, amen, she went away and she sinned no more. What testimony did she have, preacher? I was caught, guys, in the very act of adultery. Everybody knows that that's a death penalty, but a man named Jesus pardoned my life and he stepped up for me. Yeah. You know what he really did? He took her place in death. She who was caught in the very act of adultery, he who knew no sin. Amen. She deserved death. He knew no sin, never broke a law, never done anything wrong, never said a bad word, never did anything in the wrong manner, only did what his father asked him to do. Amen. Never ever did he ever sin. Amen. Yes, sir. He that was without sin became sin for you and I. Amen. Listen. That while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. That woman who was caught in the very act of adultery, Jesus literally looked at her and said, it's all right. I'm taking your place. I'll die for you. Amen. I'm done. Get us on. Amen. Let me say this. Hey, boys. I just believe in telling it like this. He did that for you. If you ain't living for him, y'all already been on the altar. Do you hear what Levi said? If we could just come in and thank him. I'd like to see somebody saved tonight, wouldn't you? I'd like to see somebody come to Jesus tonight and know him like I know him. I'd like to see somebody leave this place going away to sin no more. Amen. I'd love to see that tonight. Do you know what else I'd love to see? I'd love to see some folks stand up and say, thank you, Lord. Without you, I'd be dead. Without you, I'd be on my way to hell. Without you, I wouldn't have anything, Lord. Man, I think we get too big for our britches. Y'all country folks, so y'all don't understand that term, too big for your britches. Man, my mama used to tell me that all the time. 
I'd go do something. She'd say, you're getting a little too big for your britches. Amen. What's that mean? You forget where you came from. Amen. That's just a good saying. Tonight, I want to say this with all the love I've got in my heart. As God's folks got too big for the riches, they think they're the ones doing everything. You're trying to make it on your own? Trying to make things happen? I'm going to tell you something. You just need to quit that right now. Why do I need to quit that? Because without God's help, you'll never get nowhere. I look at God sometimes, Cooper, and I'm just a human, and I'm, I'm a man. Us men like to fix things. We don't like to admit defeat. I say, I got this, God. It's all right. I got it. I, I got this. It'll go on for a little while, and finally I'll just come down to the Lord and say, God, I don't got this at all. I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't even know how to fix it. I don't know how to help it. I don't know what to do, but God, I know you do. Amen. So God, can I just tell you, I don't know. Yeah. God, I've tried, I've tried to put it together and try to fix it. I've tried to heal it. You ever done that? Got loved ones in your life and they'll, they'll have trouble when you try to fix it for them. Yeah. You try to step in and you try to help them and try to do this or that. I can remember my dad's on fire. He, he may watch this. It'll be all right if he does. My dad right now is on fire for the Lord. He loves him. Loves him. I remember dad was out of church for a long time. Too long time. I was pastoring some morning. I'd stand there and I'd say, pray for dad. But I didn't get serious with God. I just didn't. I didn't say, God... He's yours. Do whatever you got to do to get him. I, I'd tell the Lord, Linda, I'd say, take it easy on him. I did. I'm just telling you the truth. He's my dad. I loved him. I remember getting down at church one day and saying, God, whatever you got to do, turn his life around. Amen. I was preaching revival. Down in Williamsburg, my dad came every night, didn't he, Travis? Every night he was there, faithful. Didn't care how he had to drive, where he had to do, where he had to go, he was there every night. He got in, boys. Got in, and now I don't know what God did to get his attention. Ain't none of my business, and I don't care. But God got his attention, and he called me the other day, and he's going talk. Every now and then, and I probably ought to talk to him more. Me and him talk every now and then. He called me up the other day, and <laughs> he said, hey, son. I said, hey, dad. He said, how you doing? I said, I'm doing good. We began to talk about the end of the conversation. You know what my dad told me? My dad, who I didn't know if he was ever going to get back in church. My dad, who I saw, was my hero, and I didn't know at this point, boy, his life was a mess. Now it ain't. He said, I don't care some what nobody thinks about me anymore. He said, I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to live for the Lord. Amen. And that's all I care about doing. I said, Dad, I agree. Tonight, would you just say, I'm going to live for the Lord because he's been too good to me. 
won't you come tonight as they sing? If you're lost, God wants to save you. If you're here and you need to move closer, <coughs> God wants to help you. Come on. Obey the Lord. Obey tonight. Please come. Whoever, just come. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Oh, I believe somebody needs to come. Thank the Lord for the preaching of the gospel. Thank the Lord for God that loves us, calls to us. Come on. Obey the Lord. Children, let God bless you, help you. Come on, please come. I want to say just a couple things and we'll ask them to sing another song. You know, Satan tells us we're to this or to that or to something that we can't come and get in. When I was a young person and God was calling me, and of course I was 12 years old when I got saved, and I've known a lot of people younger than that got saved, but when I was 11 or 12 years old and God was calling me, uh, Satan was saying, you're too young. Uh, you don't need to get saved now. You, you need to wait till later till you're older. Well, I'm glad I got saved when I did. Amen. And when I got saved, if I could have turned back time, I'd have got saved quicker than what I did uh, because it was the most wonderful thing that ever happened to me. Amen. Now, just I don't know a year or two ago, 
uh, we were in service and a, an older man, he was, he was 80 some years old, he came to the altar and got saved. And one of the things he said that the, uh, the devil was telling him, said, you've waited too long, you might as well forget it. You can't get it now. But see, the, the key to this is God was speaking to his heart. Everyone that God speaks to can get saved. You need to come while he's calling. And then, then there's other folks, and I've had this told me a lot of times, I've just been too bad. I've been too evil. I've been too mean. I've done too much. Let me assure you tonight, the blood of Christ cleanseth from all sin. There's no sin or sins or group of sins that you committed uh, that's too big for the blood of Christ to clean you up. So whatever you're thinking tonight, if that's the case, I'm too this, I'm too that, just put it aside and realize this, that God that's calling you is interested in you and loves you or he wouldn't be calling you. And God that's able to call you is able to forgive you. Now, that's talking to the lost about that. But now let me talk to the saved a little bit. When we're saved by the grace of God and we get out of line, uh, the devil works on us and tries to beat us up, tells us we can never get back in, we can't do this, we can't do that. But I want you to know the same God that saved my soul is able to help me be in fellowship with him if I'll just come to him. So instead of, and what the brother said, uh, what his dad told him, uh, not interested in what people are thinking, not trying to satisfy what people think, wanting to satisfy God. I want to serve him. I want to follow him. So let's everyone here tonight, let's, uh, let's ask ourselves this one question. Is God speaking to me? Do I feel the need to come? Am, am, I, the, am I feeling the Lord calling me? Uh, and if that's the case, then all the excuses, throw them out and come to the Lord. While we sing one more song. Please come right now. Please come right now. Obey the master. Please come. Obey the Lord. Come if you need to. Obey the Lord. And in view of what God's done for us, brother, obey the Lord in spite of everything. Come to the Lord. Please come. Please come. Come on.
Amen. Thank the Lord for the service tonight. I appreciate the gospel and God's good spirit and believe God's called. Somebody got something on your heart you want to say? Follow the Lord. Now, first I want to thank the Lord that he was able to be here this week. Amen. Yeah. Boy, you know, just been a blessing to us. Amen. Amen. You know, my brother Israel, you know, my brother Israel's preaching here. You know what I was thinking when God's putting on my heart? You know, I was just as guilty as that woman that was caught in the act of adultery. Sure. And aren't you glad for the grace Amen. of God? Amen. Amen. Aren't you glad? Yes, sir. Amen. For, for that unmerited favor. Amen. That's right. That's it. You know, Amen. This, because you know what he told me when I got up for that altar? He said, go and sin no more. Amen. Amen. And he fixed it. Yes. Amen. 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 My soul is clean. Amen. That's right. God yep. bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord for Brother Chris. Appreciate those good words. Amen to that. Someone else following tonight. Obey the Lord. I appreciate this revival. Thank God for it. It's been so much help to me and to so many people, to our whole church. I just I thank God for this revival. Anything else to be said? All right. Yeah. Amen. 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 That's good. That's good, Brother Rust. And appreciate that. And everybody keep that homecoming next Sunday in mind that they're going to have. And talking of homecomings, uh, tomorrow's a couple of homecomings I want you to keep in mind and pray for. There's homecoming down at Brother Israel's church. And uh, Richard Barnett and Levi Hunter's going to be with them in service down there. And so really pray for that service. Pray for uh, Brother Israel and his family as they're on their way home tonight. Pray for Richard and Levi as they go down. God might just use them and bless them and uh, give them great services down there. There's also going to be a homecoming at Samaria down at St. Mary's uh, where Brother Jordan Martin is the pastor. Uh, the truth singers are going to be down there singing. Uh, Cooper Roberts is going to be with them in the morning, Lord willing. And uh, after service here tomorrow, I'm going down there. I'll be with them in the afternoon. And so uh, really pray for both those homecomings and pray for the homecoming that uh, Brother Russell was talking about out at Lafayette. We appreciate that. And, uh, uh, Please remember our homecoming. Okay. Homecoming's 24th. Okay, remember that. Uh, and uh, pray, pray for the homecoming uh, uh, at Lighthouse on the 24th. Somebody else. Well, let me make this announcement. There will not, there will not be uh, food served in the fellowship hall tonight. Uh, no food in the fellowship hall. First night this week, we've not had that, but we're not having that tonight. And so remember that. Okay. Amen. And and I I know this is this is kind of unusual, but I was thinking about that. And uh, I feel like doing this anyway. Now let's give some applause for those people that all that work. 
kind of out of the ordinary, but that's what I felt like doing. And uh, so I appreciate the folks that uh, uh, worked and provided uh, the work for the food and for the cleaning up and for everything. It's just been a, a real blessing and a help to us. And uh, once again, I thank God for our evangelist and his family. I appreciate it. Okay, anything else? Yeah. Now we've done all this for naught. <laughs> yeah. Let's remember Sunday school is and remember the ones that have turned God away this week. Amen. Amen. What's that's well said. Don't let up now. Now Brother Jay said I don't know if you could hear him or not, but he said we've had good revival and God's blessed us and we've yeah. been revived. He said, Don't give up or let up now. Uh Surely don't. Just press right on into it. We need to keep having revival for about a year. <laughs> and then start a new one. <laughs> okay. You want to say anything else? Okay. Come on. I, want, I just want to say this. Uh, I appreciate Lima probably more than words could even tell you how much I appreciate your encouragement. Folks has fed us, folks has took care of us. Y'all cooked every night for me and my family. And well, we've just been blessed to be with you. It's such an honor to work with your great pastor and such an honor. I want to I say this. I thank y'all for loving on my wife as much as you did. I appreciate that time or two I waited on her. Because she's talking to somebody. And this morning we were over at the Hendrickson's and I, I was teasing her. I had to walk out the door so she would follow me. And I said, honey, that's unusual. She said, yeah. She said, them's my kind of people. Lima, y'all are kind of people. And uh, I've been honored to work with you and been honored... For what good? And I wanted to come back Monday just so Blaine would have to feed me dinner because he didn't get to all week long because he had grandbabies. Um, but God, God's done work, and I, <laughs> I appreciate it. But I will take you up on that dinner sometime, Blaine. Amen. Uh, I, I want you to know we love you, we appreciate you, and we're honored uh, more than anything. To, we felt like family. We felt like part of yous. We felt like we was right at home. I'm excited as all, and, and Terry understands this. I'm as excited as anything to get back to my home church in the morning. And I desire your prayers as we travel down, remember our services. Amen. But I'm looking for Terry to call me tomorrow yeah, and tell me a whole slew of folks was on the altar and got saved and got help. I'm looking for that. I really am. Y'all pray as these boys travel down and come to our house. Solomon, I think, is going to drive Levi down to the house, and they're going to stay with us. Y'all pray for them. Amen. We love you right out of her heart. Uh, I'm going to speak for Amy if that's all right. She loves you right out of her heart and, and appreciates you. You don't know how much counsel I've received this week. Sit my brother Terry. <laughs> what a help he's been to me. I know God sent me here, and we, we say it like that to, to help or whatever, but y'all have been such a help to us, and 
I'm going home so encouraged. And Linda, I appreciate you. You just loved on my little woman. Took her under your wing. And they just talked and talked about things. Boy, I thank God for God's people tonight. I really do. I love you. And, and this is probably the hardest thing you can do sometimes. And when you know it's just... <clears throat> so I love you. But the revival will continue. Amen. Amen. It, it didn't come with me. It wasn't mine to bring. This is Lima's revival. And Lima should carry it on. And I believe you will, Terry. I believe they will. <laughs> Well, that's, that's worth saying a number of times. And uh, anything else? We'll just have you and your family come up here. Her request was for you to come up here so we could come around and uh, hug your neck and tell you thank you and show you how much we love you. And, and uh, that was Sister Emily's request. And, uh, thank the Lord for these folks. Thank the Lord for this family.
Thank the Lord for our evangelists and his family and for our revival. And, and I've been saying each night, I'm excited and looking forward to coming back the next night. And I told the truth each time I'll tell it again. I'm extremely excited and looking forward to coming to church here at Lima Missionary Baptist Church in the morning. Amen. And so wherever you go, if, if it's here or if you've got another church to go to, we've got visitors. But let's go uh, looking for something good from the Lord. He's got plenty to give us. And keep those homecomings in mind that we ask you about and others ask you about. Anything else before we come to a close? If not, I'm going to ask Brother Ken Hall to pray. Aiden Prayer.